Hey, this is Beth Erickson with Notes from Minnesota, where I celebrate a magnificently mundane creative life and wrangle a writing career in the middle of nowhere. I probably have too many opinions, but oh well, that's the way it goes, right? Uh, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Today's episode is brought to you by Writing Etc. If you want to learn how to become a better writer and learn how to actually sell your writing and make a living doing it in the middle of nowhere for sure, uh, subscribe at filbertpublishing.com. Why not? It's free for Pete's sake. Let's go for it anyway, correct? Um, Anyway, uh, I keep saying ah because this is a kind of uncomfortable topic for me, but we're going to dive in anyway, correct? Um. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. We get queries. I own a actual publishing company. It's small by design. Nobody, you know, nobody's going to get, you know, a millionaire-ish out of what we do for the most part. We just are a little honest publishing company. We do our the best we can with our authors and such. And um, yeah. I don't know. I'm finding publishing to be very frustrating as of late because there are just so many scams. Oh, my goodness. It's just frustrating. Um, I'm going to today. I just want to talk about three mistakes. If you're an aspiring author, if you're an aspiring freelance writer, if you're an aspiring artist of any sort, there are three major mistakes that you make, and I'm, I want to talk about them because we encounter them all of the time. My publishing company is actually listed in the writer's market, so we get we get quite a few queries, um, some of them through the snail mail, and those are easy because they come with a self-addressed stamped envelope, usually. Not always, though, and I don't know how we can communicate with uh, the people who query us when they don't give us a way to get back to them. I don't know. That that, that That's actually the, the half a mistake. I, I wasn't planning on talking about, you know, make it easy. If you were trying to sell your writer, sell your writing, make sure that the person you sent stuff to has a way to get back to you in some way. I um We get a number of really awesome queries every week and I would guess that probably a third of them, we have no way to get hold of the author anyway. And then, you know, I, I, I'm concerned that A, we're not getting back to them. And B, what if they're waiting for our reply and we have no way to find them? That's just kind of weird. And it's really super elementary, but it's something that apparently needs to be said. But because I promised you three, and I, I'm just going to call that one a half a one. Let's talk about the first mistake new authors, new creators make when they are trying to sell what it is that they create. And the first one is huge. And that's, um, they don't target their audience. It seems to me that if you want to write something, and I'm just going to talk about writing because I'm a writer, but even if you're like, I, I know people who are, who are digital artists and such, for example, I don't know who they're creating this for. I mean, You have to know who you are creating your creation for, or you're not going to be able to reach them. It's just really that simple. Now, you may think, well, I write mainstream fiction, ergo everybody is my audience. And no, 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 that does not work these days. You have to niche down. You have to know who you are writing for. And not only you have to know who you're writing for, you have to know them. You have to know what they like, what they expect. You have to know so many things. Um, even in, in our situation as a publisher, 
we have so many um, queries that come in that are wildly inappropriate to our company. We publish just a teeny weeny amount of fiction, but for the most part, we write, we publish information for creative entrepreneurs, people who are wanting to better themselves, self-transformation, uh, self-help, things like that. And so, no, we're probably not, you're wasting your time if you want to pitch me on a best book in the world on xylophone playing. And I, I feel horrible because... It, I don't like sending out rejection letters any more than writers appreciate getting rejected. It's just such a bummer. Um, You know, in talking about knowing your target audience, writers will oftentimes tell me what a great book they've written. This is fantastic. It's the best in the world. And that doesn't really, I kind of want to know that. But more than anything, publishing a book is rather expensive. And I need to know... What kind of platform do you have? Do you have, have you sold books in the past maybe? Or do you have a social media following? Let me know how hard it is, it will be for me to recoup my investment in your career. You know, now I understand that that same book, pitching it to me is going to require a different approach than when I have it and we have to pitch it to your potential audience. Do you see the difference? It's subtle, but it's very, very huge because depending on who you're selling your information or your creation to, one size does not fit all. That's why it's so important to research and know your audience. And your audience is forever shifting the the audience that you will have selling your book to a publisher is going to be different than when that thing is created and you're selling it to a potential reader. Which brings me to mistake number two. Um, a lot of creative people just don't even learn rudimentary persuasion techniques. And I know in the creative world, selling is kind of a dirty word. But let's be blunt, if you can't sell your work, you're not going to make a living. And uh, I most certainly will not sign you to another book contract if your first book is a bummer for whatever reason. It's just the way it is. Um, Some of the basic and the biggest mistakes I see is that writers tend to be quite focused on themselves. This goes kind of loops back to what I was just talking about, focusing on who you're sending your your query to or who you're trying to sell your book to, you don't, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you a really hard truth here, really, really hard truth. I was so bummed when I heard this, but I'm going to just say it. Here we go. Uh, No one cares about you. Ah, No one cares about me either, so don't worry. Don't feel bad. Um, The biggest question you have to answer when you're trying to communicate and this is this is like the co- uh, copywriting or persuasion 101 is a W I I F M. What's in it for me? That's the only thing that your listeners, your readers, your buyers, the people who will look at your stuff, they want to know what's in it for them. <laughs> I have a personal theory that you know it, it's easier to sell you know explicit stuff because. It's, quite obvious what's in it for the listener or watcher or observer. Um, Sometimes you have to dig a little deep because uh, selling takes thought. You have to know what you're doing. You have to, 
research your audience. Uh, the great Gary Halbert, he was a fantastic copywriter, master persuader. He always said that um, if you want to sell hamburgers, you just have to find a hungry crowd and set up your stand. And that, that's just, that just blew my mind. And the reason it blew my mind was because I had been approaching it differently for so many years. I would create this fantastic book or product or course, and then I'd have to educate my buyers on why they needed it. And it doesn't work. No, 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 no. It does not work that way. If you're approaching your creative career in that way, it's, it's not, it, you're not going to enjoy the fruits of your labor as much as if you know your audience, know what they want and understand their audience or understand your audience, um, you'll do much better. So yeah, let's see what we talked about so far. Um, we talked about queries a little bit. We talked about rudimentary persuasion techniques. Uh, another, oh, we talked about not researching your publishing. Oh, I didn't. I'm going to talk about that now. Um, this this applies basically to book publishers. I suppose songwriters to a shorter extent, perhaps. But you have to research who you are approaching. If you're driving home from work and you're bombarded with radio ads about get your book published today, it's going to be fantastic, um, that might be a little suspicious. Uh, great publishers really don't have to advertise big time to get their authors. That That's the hard truth. If you're running into a company that is running Facebook ads... That might be a red flag. And the reason this would be a red flag is because real publishers make their money selling books. Publishers that are a little bit something I would avoid personally make their money selling publishing packages to authors. If you have a, um, if you're approaching a publishing house that will charge you tens of thousands of dollars and then they charge you even more money for a marketing package and they'll charge you for your ISBN and they charge you for everything and um, please understand you probably are not going to make that money back because they're not going to help you with marketing either even though they say they're going to and even though you're paying them to a lot of the marketing that they provide is not exactly what's working right now. You need to be with somebody who actually has a stake in your success as well as you do. And they want to help you because a good publisher, when they help their authors, they're helping themselves because everyone wins when your book sells. So there's that. Um, last but not least, and this is a bonus one. And I'm adding it today just because I, I just ran into this now. There is an author on one of my social media pages who's very upset because she had staked out a claim in a particular niche. And another author, who's probably a better marketer than her anyway, has now written a book in her niche. And she is so mad she can't. I mean, I just want you to know that that happens all the time. About the time you figure out you've got your niche covered, someone's going to 
probably hop in that niche and will do a better job than you. Or they'll add, or they'll have more up-to-date information, or they'll they'll do some part of it differently than you, and will quote, step on my toes. And that's just the nature of this business. You you can't get your panties in a bunch when that happens because it's going to happen. And that is why I always tell everybody who works with me, everyone that we publish, I always tell them you, you're never selling a book. You, you, if, you're, if you're trying to sell a book, you're going to have a really short career. What you are selling is yourself because you are the only thing that cannot be replicated. You have, you, you have to plot out your space and then you have to put your unique spin on the topic. So much so that that particular part of your product cannot be replicated copywriters, going back to rudimentary persuasion techniques, copywriters call that your USP, your unique sales proposition. There are a million different flavors of Kool-Aid. But what? But people buy Kool-Aid because it's Kool-Aid. There are a whole bunch of like brandies or whiskeys or cars. You know, they're, they're copying each other all the time, but you buy a particular vehicle for a particular reason. You cannot replicate your reputation. You cannot, uh, other, uh, excuse me, other people cannot reputate. <laughs> I, I lost my ability to speak. This is so funny. People cannot duplicate your reputation. How's that? People cannot duplicate whatever it is that makes you unique. And that is why you need to celebrate and make everything so thoroughly you that if anybody else comes along and copies it, they will be a sad replica of the magnificence that you created. So how's that for a fourth <laughs> bonus tip for the day? Anyway, I'm just thinking out loud. Um, this has been Notes from Minnesota. I'm Beth Erickson. Hang with me at filbertpublishing.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. And thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.